All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Forever Game podcast. We have a new series that we just felt like starting earlier this week, and <laughs> it is called Side Hustle Side Hustle Sessions. Yeah, and I like that. the first people we have on are um, Mike and Brady, who have a conjoined side hustle and kind of separate hu- side hustles as well. So this is just a gluttony of side hustles. <laughs> that we're, we're starting be out like we're diving like right yeah. into it. Uh-huh. I guess so. Um, anyway, let's start with intros right away. <laughs> because that's what... Jamie did a little outline. I prepped. And, and I stressed little. But it looks <laughs> like the first small. thing we have, it says intros. So let's do that. Okay. So, so basically we, we don't... We wanted like a nutshell version a little bit of where you maybe where you're from that would be interesting and then where you went to school kind of what you majored in and then what you've done like what your career is today mm. what are you up to now mm-hmm. yeah so let's let's, let's start with let's start with mike because i'm making eye contact with him oh yes that's a clear indication it's awkward <laughs> <laughs> i was just thinking brady's is gonna be awesome he's gonna oh. have a good story what? I'd but okay. Mike, <laughs> but I'll, we'll start with me. We'll here. get to so that. I, I'm Mike. I, I'm that artsy kid that had to make the decision to go like full on art, or, or like, make money, or make money, <laughs> or go design. And uh, I, I sold out, and I did graphic design. It was You're- brutal. I transferred from Saint Cloud State to Duluth. No, you just smack away. If you want to smack it, <laughs> he's, a table, smack. he's a table yeah. smacker. Smack it if you want to smack. My podcast, like, <laughs> like Michael, please. Okay, how okay. dare you? So, can I? Can I? This is the part that I'm interested in. So, in high school, you were the artsy kid. How did you like? In high school, when they were asking you, the adults were asking you, "Hey, what are you going to do for a career, Mike?" Like, what would you say? Oh, that was brutal. I wanted to be like, oh, maybe I'll be an architect or maybe, but then I realized I hated math. But I, I figured it was too obvious to go into art and to design. I was like, oh, well, everyone assumes that. I need to try to do something else. Mm-hmm. I eventually realized that I had to like succumb to my, my being. But it was funny because I had a Mr. Harrier. Mr. Harrier. Mr. Harrier. Yes, we went to the same high school. What yes. high school was that? New London Spicer. Okay, so we're from, we're in the stomping grounds. Yes. So I took like video production and digital media classes like that, and I didn't like, oh, this wasn't what I was going to do. My teacher like knew that I was going to do this, but I was like, ah, resisting. So yeah, it kind of pushed me towards that. Go to college, probably choose to do design or do art or something. Did you have anyone saying like, that's great, you want to be creative, Mike, but you need to make some money. Like, was that ever said to you as a creative person in high school? Or he not? said that you, to himself. Yeah, probably. Maybe because it was okay. subliminally, subliminally yeah, said. Good try. It's a good question because I, the... <laughs> I, I, I kind of resent the fact that I was always pushed into kind of one direction. And it was like the starving artist mentality where, oh, artists, you can't make money. It's yeah. either do art or do commercial art is what the right. word oh. was back in right, the day. Right, right. So... What, what I find so ironic about that is now actual art is being more and more valued every year. People with artistic skills mm-hmm. are like, oh, that's so great. He's creative. Yeah. Ten years ago, it was, oh, you're creative. That's great, Mike. Um, when are you going to be an accountant? You know? <laughs> exactly. I'm glad yeah. it's changing. Yeah. Thank so God. You, <laughs> exactly. So you went to school, and then you – tell me about the transfer. Why did you transfer? 
You're transferring schools? You yeah. Mean? He shouldn't have. He screwed up is what happened. <laughs> Says his friend. <laughs> I did because the year I transferred, all my other friends tra- like went to St. Cloud. Oh, and so boy. I transferred out of St. Cloud. I was a live. year younger. Oh, um, okay. And then a couple other buddies were going to school at Ridgewater here for one year. So when I graduated... All three of us moved to St. Cloud, and he somehow decided to move away from St. Cloud, and he should have stayed because we had a lot of fun. He would have had more fun. It would have been a lot of fun. (laughs) But I had another friend in Duluth who we worked on a lot of side hustles. Like We had a website called thesidehatch.com. Side hatch? The side hatch, yeah. Where we, we made... Flash games. Remember when people used to play flash games on the computer before like mobile phones had games? Oh, 100%. Yeah, so we like we made a game and we realized that was a lot of work. So we like made a website to host other people's games and started like paying money to, and like I I would make artwork and kind of refresh their game and then we would post them and then we gave away free prizes from China every month and we had a thing going on. So like that's why I moved to Duluth and and I'm sorry Brady. It's all but good. just yeah. smack it. Yeah. But the how funny Too that you um, we'll get to this later. But you have a lot of history in making games. That's interesting. Oh, geez, I never I, I never so. heard yeah. that. You know the connection I'm making there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nice we'll get to that. Yeah, nice. foreshadowing. Yeah. Do you guys remember when Apple discontinued the Flash? Like they stopped supporting Flash player. Yeah. We right. weren't scared at the time, but we should have been because that was the end of our Flash <laughs> and <laughs> website the, business. And then <laughs> soon after that, Adobe was like, yeah, we do too. Like, we're not going to make <laughs> yeah. it anymore. Like, like, Apple, you jerks. Eh, I guess it kind of sucks. You so, were right yeah. about that one. Yeah. Cool. So then uh, how did you end up back around here? Oh, yeah. Oh, geez, guys. This is, that's a brutal question. It gets real. <laughs> is it a it hard real. question? No, it's actually, real. my mom uh, had cancer my last year of uh, college, and I, oh, she okay. ended up passing away during my last semester, and I had to move home. I finished school, but I moved home and tried to you know, deal with all the things. Pick up all the pieces. I got a job at Pat's Graphics because I had done work for him in the summer, and sure. that was a good gig, but I, like, I didn't want to move back home. I didn't even want to sure. stay in Minnesota, but... Are you yeah. the oldest? Or how many kids? I'm the middle child. Yeah. Middle, okay. And where are brothers, sisters, other siblings? Two sisters. They're now both in the cities. And okay. Yeah, I'm the classic middle child where my sisters don't get along, but I like understand them both, and so I'm stuck in the middle. Yeah. Sure. So you kind of like keep the peace, or yes. yep. are able to. Yeah. So did you feel like <laughs> kind of a responsibility to come back here after your mom passed? Yes, but don't like get that confused. I was not responsible. I was okay, kind of got an it. idiot kid yeah. who didn't like fully do what I need to do. You were time. a kid, not idiot kid. All kids Just are. a regular yeah, dumb a kid. kid. Yeah, Just trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And then Pat's graphics, and then somewhere out here, the Midwest campus, how did that oh, switch? Yeah. yeah, you went from, you got a job from Pat's graphics to LSI? So I worked at Pat's, and then I was in a weird phase of life where I was, like, really into music and playing music, and I ended up doing a lot of weird stuff. I worked at Marketing Concept as a a product tech, which was really good for me, but it was, like, a downslide in my, like, graphic (laughs) career. (laughs) And then I eventually uh, moved on to Life Science Innovations, and... And then slippity dipped on over here Cruise to work up campus. in Red Star. So uh-huh. it's been, uh, yeah, where I love it. It's good. Yeah. It's a good fit around cool people like you folks. You now are a 
everyday designer. You do a lot of what do you do? What do you do every day? Oh man, I am a Luke and I were just talking about this today. I how do you? I'm a graphic engineer. No, I usually describe it as are you a graphic solutionologist? That's right. That's pretty much it. I usually say visual wizard. I I make things beautiful. I like that. I'm an artsy. That's way better. Illustration, yeah, design, video, things, yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Mike and I used to work together, so we've got a, we we've got a kinship. Yes. We you do lots of drawings. Drawings. Yes, yeah. which I appreciate. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, that's yeah, like my very talented. Yes, my very only like natural born talent. So it's, I don't think that's rough. the only thing. No, it's that's, a, sure that's a that's a valid talent one. though. We're like still searching for ours. I don't know. Do you feel like you have one? A talent? Yeah, like an actual <laughs> talent. I just feel like I'm good at being happy. That's oh, a good that's talent. That is like the best. Good, that is a very good talent. Good luck making money, James. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get off that subject. <laughs> Fair enough. Let's segue into something. Here, your turn. My turn. Okay. Yep. So, where'd you go to high school? New London Spicer. Oh, you did. This okay. guy over here. What year did you guys a, graduate? I was a year younger than him. So, I was 07 and he was 06, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, long Math time ago. checks out. Yeah, long yes. time ago. <laughs> Super long time so, ago. You guys are so old. We are, yes. I'm about to turn 31. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, you fuckers. 30-30s. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. God damn. Um, yeah, and then I uh, I went to St. Cloud State. I was going to be um, a physical therapist. So I was doing biomed. Nice. And, uh, Were you wearing scrubs? No, no. I didn't get to that point. No. Is that a no. No. But a lot, of, a lot of chemistry and bio classes, it was pretty brutal. Can I say that chemistry at least makes sense? Like it builds off itself. It's sort of yeah. like puzzles. Biology is just memorization. You just memorize this Until muscle Until you get insertion. to like biochem, yeah. which is, oh. Organic chemistry was my enemy. See, I actually liked organic chemistry, yeah, which awful. sounds insane. But yeah. Um, it all I, sounds terrible. I kind of mm. enjoyed it. I think it was part Did of Did you have to wear scrubs in that class? <laughs> <laughs> okay, can we edit that out? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> I, that's our micro content. I'm putting that in there. Okay. Going for physical therapy. Did you wear scrubs? <laughs> Just fascinated Let's get by back that. on topic. Okay. All right, anyway. So you went to school for that. Yep. At what point did you realize that um, you either were not going to pursue that? Or yeah. that you didn't like it. So I some life events happen, and I basically just completely shifted gears. Um, during that time, Briegel and I actually started another side hustle. Dude, this um, is a good story. This yeah. is good. So Let's hear it. We we created a clothing company. Oh, oh yes, called Horizon Clothing Co. And uh, Briggs was the designer because I didn't know. I didn't have any artistic skill whatsoever, um, and I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. So uh, we started that, and he was the designer making all the, the logos and different things like sure. that, and I kind of started trying to market that, I guess. <laughs> How were you guys marketing it? Well, so this was 2010. Jeez. Or 11, 2010 or 11, somewhere in there. Ancient history. That's now almost 10 years ago. No, Isn't that insane? <laughs> I liked those shirts, though. Well, I liked you. all of the designs. Oh, yeah. So what happened was, during that time, um, I think, you know, Facebook was starting to get pretty big. 
Um, Twitter was around and doing its thing, and totally. it was actually pretty big. Twitter was huge in Instagram 2010. Instagram was not a thing yet. Or if it was, it was very, very early on. Was that um, when regular people could join Facebook and not just college students? Yeah, yep. correct. Yep. It got happened? to that point. It just got to that point. I remember I had a Photoshop of a friend with like a dildo on his desk, and then all of a sudden I got a comment from some from a, kind of a motherly figure saying, this is inappropriate. I was like, wait, what? Right. <laughs> I was like, hold on. This, yeah, this is supposed to be a safe place where dildo pics are fine. <laughs> no longer safe. What is this world coming to? Anyway, yeah. So Mind your own you. business, mom. <laughs> exactly. I'm so glad we got that little side story. That was, yeah. Stuck that in was there. Micro that content. Goal. Yes, micro. Or was it micro? How big was it? Stop <laughs> it. Pretty big. Okay. Stop it. I mean, if you're going to get one, you know, like, might as well. Jesus. Okay. Oh, oh so, okay. So, yeah, I started trying to figure out how to market our clothing company. And at the time, I knew nothing. And it was social media marketing was kind of not... Infancy. It was a thing, but it was early on. So There wasn't... The, I don't even know if there was a marketing back end. Like, I don't think there was. Yeah. No, I don't think they had the like, ad set up. Right, right. Yeah. Did the organic reach... Organic would have been prime. Off it was pretty fuck. good. Yeah. Totally. Especially yeah. those dildo pics. Oh. Man. Easily viral that was, content. That was yeah. Regal's content. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not so much. Right? I'd like to see like the ad search criteria. You'd look for that one. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Oh, yeah. So we were, um, we're fig- I was figuring out how to do that. And at the time, um, I got a camera and I didn't know how to use it. And I just knew that we needed to put stuff out online. To- content. Yeah, content. Yep. Exactly. Um, and so started doing that. Um, I dropped out of school. I know that's a, for my parents, that wasn't a great thing. But uh, looking back. How did you tell them? Um, I think they knew it was going to happen. Just with everything that was going on in my life at the time, it was just kind of like. And you just weren't passionate about what you were pursuing. Yeah, well, so, okay. I was doing biomed and then life events happened and I I shifted my major. I was going to then do uh, physical, or no, FIED. Uh, be a PA, a PE teacher. Yeah. And then I went through that little, I don't know, probably close to two semesters of that. And it was just like, no, I'm not I'm doing pretty that. sure everyone has like a PE um, teacher phase. I, I'm not, yeah, I'm not doing this. Yeah. That's a so, thing. I had yeah. one. Yeah. I, it's a thing, <laughs> sure. Regal. It is a thing. So yeah. that is the life you think about like, what do I, okay. Yeah. We're, um, yeah. like, I totally wear sweatpants and get paid and I work in the summer. <laughs> and I'm tell in. people to run. Yeah. 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 So then, yeah, that wasn't going to work. And, um, yeah, so then I moved home and that was scary. But in the meantime, between summer, you know, between, uh, semesters, I should say, during the summers, I was working at a real estate office and my sister had worked there when she was going to school and she got a, a teaching job. And so she wasn't doing the real estate thing during the summer. So then she got me that job and, uh, it Which, worked out really great. <laughs> real estate in New London. Yep. Yeah, at New London Real Estate. So it was, it was kind of admin type stuff. Sure. And uh, I kind of took to that a little bit. And so I asked them if they would hire me as an agent. And they said yes. And so I got my real estate license. How long ago was that? And, um, that was in 2013. So it was a couple of years after. We were stu- still doing the, the clothing company thing. And um, I had kind of some skills 
skills from building over time, I guess. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I started using some of those skills in the real estate office and they're like, oh, this is great. You keep doing this. And so basically what happened is they hired an actual admin person and then I just did all the marketing stuff and I've just continued to increase my skills in those areas because it's, it's changing all the time. Yeah. And and so it's just, um, with everything shifting to online, you, you need to have a good presence there. You need to have a quality look to you. You need to have actual branding. They didn't have any of this stuff. Um, so you basically built that from that brand. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, they had a website, but it looked like it came out in like 2003 and you know, Like yeah, like a lot of small, super relatable. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so I just took that and ran with it and tried to figure out as much stuff as I could. And so, how, how did you learn it? Was it by doing in YouTube? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah. So during the clothing company thing, um, I was learning photography and stuff. Yep. But I was also learning design because this guy was in a band, and <laughs> he, he was. didn't have time. <laughs> To uh, to create clothing. Don't let Brady <laughs> downplay this story. Like, this is one of my favorite stories. Seriously. My inability to execute as fast as Brady wanted forced him to create his own, yeah, learn- like, multimedia marketing, graphic design, video production capabilities degree for himself. And that forced him. And maybe I take full responsibility for this because I wasn't <laughs> as, as into it. I wasn't as passionate at the time because I was jamming out at believing. Were I was, you like sitting on a couch, like smoky room, LSD, purple? No. That would have been a lot cooler. No. Okay. <laughs> no, I was in a weird. This is a very Christian band yeah, here. Oh. So weird, like charismatic yeah. Yeah. Christian, but you were playing guitar. No, you're playing drums. Jamming out both. He was playing guitar. Yeah, and really all in on uh, the worship band stuff. That's awesome. I did not give Brady's vision the time of day. It was a fun project, but like I was not keeping up to Brady's standards. So I had enough stuff. He so he like I had to learn. Screw Briegel. How was the relationship during that part? It was it was good. I just knew at times that he wasn't near as into it as I was. Sure, and so I just kind of kept going with it i mean i didn't really hold it against him or anything i was our communication good about that was i clear that like i was you didn't really tell me that but i knew it (laughs) well i mean it's a different kind of you had lost your mom and like there was probably some healing that had you know had to happen and that would allow you to kind of internalize a little bit uh this was a little after that a little bit after but i was like got yeah, I was like in this movement of kind of rediscovering myself sure. and higher power and stuff like that and just like into music. Like music was my thing at the time. So like mm-hmm. Brady came to me like, I probably don't have the time for this, but this sounds like a lot of fun. So. Sure. Yeah, basically. Because I didn't have the design skills and he did. And it was like, a lot of fun. Yeah, so the t sh- that's interesting. So this would be a good transition. Your t-shirt company was where the first real side hustle business kind of started. Yeah. And then about a year and a half ago, you started. Maybe I'm guessing you started a new side hustle, and I want to hear about that. Yeah, this is also a good story because Brady and I started meeting up, like rediscovered our friendship, and started like masterminding together. And I, I remember sure what you were going to say there for a second, <laughs> yeah. but I'm glad it was minding. <laughs> the letters M A S, and you're like, Hold yeah, on. I saw you flinch. <laughs> We rekindled our relationship. We started meeting and masterminding together. 
I took I just to say quick, that. It was a time. quick intake of breath. And I was like, Frigo, think about what you just said. Oh, that is hilarious. Okay, so the masterminds turned into something. I apologize. Yeah, that is he my totally fault. T- derailed it. I love it. No, there was. Uh, I remember the night when I was I was working on a different side hustle, subconscious sketches back in the day, and I remember the night where I invited Brady over to look over my website and like give me feedback and hang out, and we discovered that we both listened to Tim Ferriss, and I started getting to a bunch of different podcasts like at the time and like getting into entrepreneurship. We, yeah, and we like didn't believing. know each other listened to that kind of stuff. Yeah, and yeah. It was, yeah. it was magical. It really was. It was like, what? Like I didn't know anyone personally who was listening to, huh. to like Lewis Howes and Tim Ferriss and to listening yeah. to like kind of personal development, entrepreneurship type of It wasn't early things. on in podcasts, but it was early on in most people's oh, podcasts, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. so we started like talking about that stuff and hanging out and masterminding. And uh, um, so I guess to fast forward to kind of the, the current side hustle that I'm primarily working on it that we've sort of like built and worked on together. We, we were having a mastermind session. Okay. Can we stop for one second? Well, how do you have a mastermind session? Is it literally just, is there, is there structure to oh, it? Okay. Yes. Yes. Am I, I want to hear like in less than 30 seconds, how you do it. When I worked at life science innovations, um, they have some cool benefits where they give you like a, every month, if you want to take advantage of this, they'll pay for you to go out and like meet with a mentor. Yeah. And, and I did that and took advantage of that and met with a lot of different people. But then I kind of like, you know what? I can't find anyone. You know, I'm going to meet with Brady and call this a mentor meeting. And it was, it was nice. true, right? It was like, yeah. a, I was like drawing from his wisdom, from his stuff at New Line Real Estate and how yeah. I can incorporate that at LSI. But we ended up doing that fairly frequently. And uh, yeah. I'd say it was like once a month probably or yeah. every couple months. So it's like loose that. structured. So, you just meant to talk yeah, about yeah, yep. like... And this, work in this stuff. Case, yeah. Work. Yeah. You wanted to get inspiration. Basically, kind of it was kind of different insight. things from different podcasts and things that we've learned and okay. stuff like that, and okay. ideas and just thinking like of different things. You know, masterminding. Mm. Okay, yeah. I so, wanted to clear that. Yeah, that's a good question. One of these nights, Brady had like a list of ten business ideas because he was realizing like, like you know, thinking about wanting to like, what's my side hustle? What's what's our what's a thing? Maybe well, Gary Vee got in my head. I, I got to, oh, you know, good. I need to have a side hustle. Mm-hmm. I need to be doing that mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. So yes, one of the that's things, where that came from. Yeah. So you brainstormed a list and brought it to Mike. One of the things on the list was uh, a card game. And I just like stopped. I was floored. I, it blew my freaking mind because I grew up loving cards, loving games. And what, kind of, what kind of card games are we into? Um, I mean, I played like Magic the Gathering, um, stuff like that. But yep. as a kid, you know, I liked all sorts of different games. And, uh, you know, over the years when like Catan and more board games are popular, I'm into all that stuff, into video games. Um, you know, role-playing games mostly, like Zelda and, and uh, uh, Elder we, Scrolls. We've talked about this. We've talked about this. We yes, want to start exactly. a Zelda podcast. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, have fun with that. I don't know what that is. We're going to call it like the Adventures of Hyrule. Mm. What do you think? Oh, Let's, let's master... Mind I mastermind that. Mind. So anyway, I was super inspired by that, and like it never dawned on me that I could like something that I kind of secretly loved that I could like think about that as a legitimate business idea. And I think that spawned me, gave me permission to like come up with a card game, and then I did, and I've been obsessing over it ever since. So tell us about the card game. It's called Wizards and Relics. You know the game War, right? 
crappy. The, yep. Oh yeah. Card like, game war. Mine is higher than yours. Exactly. I take the cards. That game sucks. There's no strategy. But like, the I don't mind it. it unless you're cheating. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, that's a strategy. That's a strategy. That's a legit. How many times have you laid that king of spades? Like, mm. yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I like, I like the premise of that game. And then just I had an inspiration one day of just like, how can I make that better? And that's Wizards and Relics with like a magical twist. You know, I love Zelda, Lord of the Rings, all that good stuff. Oh, and, yes. Mm. Yes. Okay, so tell me like the strategy for the like. Okay, so you guys realized card game. How did you react to card game? When he was like, ooh, card game. Um, well, yeah. so I... So I wrote. <laughs> I've never just, seen that happen. Just get in. Oh, don't cut I don't yourself. I want to cut myself. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll do it. Do you have something to crack that open with? Oh, I, a marker. Yeah, just shove it. I have. Think we. Or we'll just cut this right out. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, nice. With the old man in the room. Man, thank you. The old. I kind of just went in a panic and was like, "We'll set that aside." So um, thank you. Thank you for solving that. Okay, yes. good. Um, now, now we're set. Tragedy averted. <laughs> Am I so, too close? No. No, no, you're, you're great. no, you can be close. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's get let's get in there. I feel like I'm really like getting in there. No, that's good. Um, so I want to. Like, so she said. <laughs> I'm so glad you fill it in with yourself. I, I, I could use it every thirty yeah. seconds. I mean, <laughs> that's true. I really could. You know. At least get one in there. Yeah. I mean. All right. Let's keep going with this. Product, okay. Productive. So. You're brainstorming ideas. How did you feel about card game? Was there like a list of, okay, we have all these ideas. Uh, we whittled it down. There's seven or eight. Was that kind of how it so went? So basically it was, yeah, it was a list of, yes, eight to 10, something like that, different ideas. Okay. Just kind of getting the ball rolling. I think when you write stuff down, um, sometimes you don't even think about it until you see it on the paper. And sure. then I and should maybe sparks that. different. Oh, I yeah. love that. Oh, it's, it's, it's a great exercise. You don't write anything down. No. I do that a lot. Yeah. You'll be surprised. You're all, you like, don't even realize what you wrote. Yeah. Yeah. You should show them your 8,000 little pocket hand pocket <laughs> notebooks. Yeah. <laughs> I need to revisit a lot of them. That's, that's a whole different thing. That'll take forever. But anyway, um, so yeah, they're just ideas and I thought it was a great idea. Um, and basically what happened was um, your nephew came over and that spawned the idea of, of this current game, essentially. Um, yeah, I was trying to find like non-video game, non-screen time things to do with my, my uh, eight or nine-year-old sure. nephew. And we like created games together. And I, I loved it like too much. I was like, all right, move aside. Let me work on this here. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it did spawn from that. Pretty much. And I, I'm into games, but not... Not to the level he is. Not Briegel. Not Briegel level. No. Yep. So, um, but I was all for it. Okay. Especially so, after playing it. Oh, let, I want to get into how the game was come up with. You had talked about war. War. Like, you said yep. making it better. What does that, I don't know what that means. Go through like your, okay, how do I, thought process, how do you make that better? So war is a game where you have uh, random cards and you lay them face down and you flip them over and highest power wins. And... I was literally like got into work here in this very location and I have on a Dunnick like piece of paper, <laughs> Dunnick letterhead, I like wrote down yeah. just a list of ideas. It just came to me in like one flash of a moment. So you have war, you have something where you have a deck and you lay card face down hoping to defeat your opponent. And just like the ideas of like, what if it was more like poker? 
what if it had elements like fantasy elements like Magic the Gathering and Lord of the Rings and stuff like that? What if it was a little bit like wizards? I freaking love wizards, you know, Harry Potter. People yes. are into that. Like yes, what, you that a little bit of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. What if it? Ooh, Pokemon. Yeah. What if it? Can like, I ask who's your favorite Pokemon? Real quick. This is off subject, but I'm just um, interested. Starter Pokemon Bulbasaur. It's also my daughter, who's three years old. Her favorite Pokemon is also Bulbasaur. Not by my prompting, so it's Should I'm a big Greninja that. fan. Should be Charizard. <laughs> Dude, that's new. That's new I stuff. know it's XYZ. You, I mean, you follow us. but I like I, the turtle. Charizard's the man. Yeah. <laughs> Brady's definitely a classic. Fire. Yeah, that's a Charmander, classic one. Charizard. Yep, fair enough. I'm surprised okay. you even know Greninja. I love Greninja. All oh, right, we'll pass. talk about that later. I'm, you interrupted him in the middle of this. I know, but I, okay, I was interested. Okay? <laughs> it was rolling. Okay, so you got this good. flash of... Yeah, so it's, so it's like war, but you lay down two different cards that synergize with each other, and then there's these different elements of rock, paper, scissors, and poker where you're kind of playing off something else, and you're trying to read your opponent. And uh, But it, it's simpler than games like Magic the Gathering, so you can play with your family, you can play with your kids, your nephew, your whoever... Um, it's faster paced, but it's still strategic. It's still like you have to, you have to think about it, the strategies, and it's more complex. How long does a game take? 30 to 60 minutes. Okay. If you know what you're doing, um, you can really hammer it out. Yeah. Finish in 30 minutes. Also depends on how many people are playing because it can, it's two to four player. Oh, really? So okay. How long did you guys spend on the like brainstorming of rules and all sort of on that part of it? A long time. <laughs> Basically, They've changed a lot. <laughs> okay, it's been in the works for like a year and a half, I suppose. Yeah, and uh, I guess within the first month or two of the idea and uh, testing it out, it kind of had its core foundation established. Yeah. Okay, so I can tell you're interested and passionate about the game side of it. You're just Why like, why hey, was Brady yeah. interested in it? Mike. Well, mm-hmm. so originally the you know the idea of writing those things down and having card game be one of them was to work together. Yeah, um, we had talked about different things we could do, maybe like a marketing agency, kind of like <laughs> just <laughs> terrible idea. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Um, we would have been early on that too, because this was like yeah, 2015, 16 when that was said, at least somewhere in there. I don't know, something like that. But um, so I think it's just working with him that was the biggest thing, um, sure. and then going through and figuring out kind of why we were doing it just like the the goal was was to make game night better you know to have people around and and hang out because you know so many people that you know they're they don't get together to do things yeah i love poker night like poker night is the best poker night's fun and so that idea excites me so the a game where you can play with basically anyone get together play a physical game Mm -hmm. um i think that's that's where it that's where my part of it came from sure and you were you wanted i get the sense that you just wanted some sort of thing to go and do yeah and and you were cool because he was passionate about it and before you guys had done something that he kind of started losing touch with a little bit so now when you saw he's 110 percent in like he loves this thing now we can like you're cool with whatever so let's let's go and make this thing yeah pretty much cool and so what was your job in this thing what is my job in this yeah. thing? I mean, really, when we've sat down to talk about it, it was it was more so like the marketing end of things, just because that's kind of what I've done all along. Sure. You know? That's what you do. So kind of creating content and that kind of thing. So. What are your ideas for that? Um, ideas for that? Well, we created a video. Damn, kind good of one. A, a how-to. Awesome. Which was how really to sweet. play the game. Yep. 
Um, and then, you know, trying to make content around. So we've done an event. We've stuff like that. Trying to actually show people playing the game, that sure, kind of sure. thing. Um, it's a challenge because, you know, we're just kind of in a, a weird spot where you're not quite, uh, you know, we don't have a bunch of games to sell. Sure. You know, that kind of thing. So, yeah. Um, you're just building kind of like a following, building exactly, a community yeah. of people that might yep. be interested in the same things that you guys were, yeah. might be interested in the game. I am interested in the production side of it. You have a physical thing you have to sell. In a world where most people are designing something that's electronic, so scale is easy, just copy. Um What's the plan for that? It's a pain in the ass. I'd way rather like, have digital products on Etsy <laughs> well, and try to have yeah, low, really low cost the, things to, right? to set up. So yeah, like, currently that's kind of the thing, like contacting manufacturers and realizing that getting a physical product out properly manufactured costs some cash. For sure. Because yeah. you can't like order, we want 11 of these. <laughs> you yeah. can. You um, could do. There's beautiful print-on-demand services now that we use for our prototypes, um, which are Awesome, but you know the margin isn't there. You to couldn't make, make a money. business around right. that, right? Right. <laughs> so, right. so just yeah. would not work. So really, the thing is, is 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 like the Kevin Kelly thing, the one thousand true fans, and it's yeah. figuring out how do you build that following to sure. then get to the point where then you have a, enough people that will back it on a Kickstarter or something like that, to where then you can get it manufactured and get rolling. Really, because through this whole process, you guys are kicking in your own money or is it mostly just time at this point it's mostly time there's a little money in prototypes you, you have you have you're married like you you know you've got real lives you got to pay for and so Mike has one kid yeah you got mm -hmm. demanding Freddy has two dogs I've got two dogs yeah very important they're also mm -hmm. demanding mm -hmm. how do you yeah. make how did you make time for it because like you've you're a year and a half in there there's been a lot a lot of hours investing invested in it so how mm. Like, was there a certain time in the day where you were like, yep, that's when I'm going to work on my side hustle thing? Or was it the weekends? Or like, how did you even go about that? That's a great question. For me, it naturally came. I was obsessed with it. I could not not do it. And you it was were great. obsessed with it. Yeah. I know this because, because I worked with you. <laughs> you were obsessed and I, with it. I've always had awesome. side hustles and side projects and things. And a lot of them just ended up feeling like work I had to make time for. This one was weird because I loved it so much I could not. Not stop. do it. I couldn't stop. And it mm -hmm. was great because having a little kid and it was easy for me and my wife to get isolated, not hang out with friends that we have. And uh, this allowed us to like gather people around us, get people over for game night, get people over for testing, make the time like, hey, oh, after supper, yeah, just come on over. Like, oh, come yeah. on over for supper. Come over. It just doesn't <laughs> matter. Just let's work on this thing. And and so it naturally flowed, which yeah. is exciting for me because I've tried to force a lot of side hustles in my day. Well, people, I think that's relatable because a lot of people do. Like you kind of think you like something and then all of a sudden you get, you know, a month or two in and you're like, uh, yeah, I'm not clearly I'm not time. prioritizing this because yeah. I'm not super passionate about it. Yeah, it was so exciting for me because yeah. I've been there for years and years and years. I'm trying to make, you know, publishing coloring books you yeah, know, on Amazon and you doing did have my own artwork books. on Instagram and Etsy and all that stuff. And that was fun. I need to do it. But like, this was something that I was so excited. I couldn't stop. That's let's get so more, cool. let's get a little more granular. So when do you work on it right now? Like, oh yeah. Full-time jobs. So when do you work on yeah. it? And yeah, let's start with that. And I got one more follow-up question. So really for you, it seems like it's been kind of, all over the place whether it be like getting up early but for me i mean we'll meet 
usually once a week. Sometimes it's kind of been all over the place a little bit, but um, I'm trying to get content. So whenever we do things, that's kind of where I step in. Um, and that varies a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for me, it's waking moments, uh, like at night, you know, basically after any seven. Any waking moment any I have. waking moments. With like his thoughts. fingers twitching. <laughs> <laughs> so after our, our little girl's in bed, a lot of the weeknights, my wife and I, and I've gotten better at getting, having better communication with her to make sure we're both on That's board important. with the same vision, which I failed at with one of my other earlier side hustles where mm-hmm. eventually I had to stop doing it completely because my wife told, finally said, like, I'm dying here. You need yeah. to help out with bedtime. And I have no sleep. And I yeah. like it dawned on me. And I was failing right. as a husband and a dad. And so now the communication, that is first. And then we give each other the space. You know, I help out with bedtime. And then there's those evening times. Mm-hmm. And I do best in the morning. Like, if I wake up at 5 and get an hour and a half of working. Crank out some work. That's sure. the best. That's my juicy, creative time. Right. Cool. How about you? As far as finding time to... Yeah. Um, for me, I'd say it's it's evenings. It's really hard, though. Yeah. It's just, it's, I don't know. I don't have a good answer for that because I'm still trying to figure it out. Sure. It's, uh, I get up fairly early, but I, I have a hard time just jumping right into, I kind of need that, like, not necessarily wake-up time, but just time little, to myself, yeah. like coffee and... And just kind of yeah, <laughs> well, okay. act like you're in my house and you know me pointing to me. Get well. I have a I have a statement. Um, so here's an interesting like dynamic. You have something else, a different side hustle, Brady, that you're very passionate about, which is a yeah. beer account. You're it's you're good. also a craft beer snob like I am, so we can really, yeah, we can really dive into that. Sure. And we chat a lot about it. But when do you make time for that? Because there's something to be said about the thing that you're really, really passionate about. Yeah, yeah, for And so sure. tell me when you make time for that. Um, that's it's kind of Is all it a night thing place. too? It's, it's a night thing for the, for the most part. Um, and then weekends, just trying to batch stuff, which is can be really challenging because weekends end up filling up pretty quick. But um, yeah, I'm trying to navigate that really. Um, okay, before we forget... Tell us where we can find your side hustles. Yeah, right I didn't now. explain that very well. What is your what is your so since you guys have been into this game, this card game, you've now decided what roles you want to take moving forward. And it sounds like Mike is just owning this what's it called? We didn't even say what the card game was called. He said wizards. And oh, he did? Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. You're That's, owning wizards. Yeah. And- Paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was, I promise. She did You're, refill my beer, so I'm Yeah, really well there are that. That there probably, are side yeah. things that I'm also doing. Yeah. <laughs> so you're owning Wizards and Relics moving forward a little bit. Is that yep. what I know? Mm-hmm. And then Brady is pursuing another side hustle. What's that yep. called? Uh Brady's Brews. And, and what's it about? Uh, basically it's just uh kind of trying to build community a little bit around craft beer. I love craft beer. Um, there is already kind of a community there and I, I, yeah, that's basically kind of a surrounding that, um, I love the art of craft beer and figuring out drinking the, I I do. Yes. 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 But it's not, it's not only that, it's just the environment the the people creating stuff, it's, it's very unique. 
You guys need to ask him on how to dominate your Instagram and go from zero to hero. And in Basically, one post, that's what he's done. In one post. I can tell. In one giveaway, he's nearly surpassed my like five years of Instagram <laughs> every day showing up in one post with this quality just, ass content. Not just the giveaway. So, Dude. yeah. So I was out in the mountains and I hadn't really posted anything to my Brady's Bruce thing for a while. I just yeah. kind of... I what what ends up happening a lot of the times, and I suppose you guys can relate, is like you're you're working on your main job, and then in the evening or whenever you need to figure out when you're going to create this other stuff, and it can get to be a lot. Sometimes. Fits and spurts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So then I had kind of burnt out of a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I went out in the mountains and had a nice trip, and I realized that I I really need to focus more on that because I love it. And it's it's not only just craft beer, it's also photos. Like, I love photography. You do. And so that's an element of taking something I love and another thing I love and putting them together. So so then I kind of just really dived into that. And so since, like, January, or no, July, I got back. Um, Yeah, I guess I've had a good... Had a good bit, run. Had a good run. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Built so. a lot, a lot of followers in a short amount of time. Kind of for this current Instagram. Like this were four years ago. It would have been insane. It wouldn't have, you know, it would have been way better. Yeah. Yeah. But for organic growth, which is extremely hard right now. So you're saying you put no money into Brady's Brews? No money. Well, buying beer I well guess. yeah that's that's <laughs> yeah. another issue no, we can talk about it. that off yeah no I money feel like that's into. a break even because you'd be buying it anyway mm. you know kind of, probably not to the extent and probably not quite as expensive it sometimes as. gets out of hand i can Here, i can relate uh, there's one uh, thing i want to say is that i think it's important when people are thinking about doing the side hustle to have appropriate expectations and goals yeah. Are you doing, if you're doing this to try to make like money, I want this to make money and be good and be big. What? I had goals down. I just, like he's I, reading the notes. It felt good. It so felt good. Just go with it. Yeah. Go. And, and so I think it's a pro, more appropriate and probably more a, a safer expectation to say, I'm going to do this because I like it. I have no expectations, but I enjoy yeah. doing it. I have extra creative energy I need to spend on something that I care about. So mm-hmm. we have the internet today. I'm going to do this thing that I like. And you know what? If it hap- I'm going to have fun no matter what. And if it happens to turn into something, cool. Yeah. I think that's probably yeah. the best place for people to be. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's good to have goals. Oh, but yeah. I, think, I think the goals, like if you have the goals being like, I want to have X amount of followers. Right. Um, right. That's where you run into issues. You can't control that. So instead, have a goal where I'm going to post X amount of things. I'm going to do X amount of whatever it may be. Instead yeah. of having it be about numbers. Um, yeah. Because you can't control how many people are going to follow or where you're at. Right. You know. Well, and the um, overarching goal is hopefully fail. like, I want to enjoy posting three times a week. Yeah. You know. And the other part of it for me is a lot about like community and, and trying to like build a, a following around community, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm getting to that point, I think fairly close to it. So where can people go and find and learn more about both? Let's start with the card game. Was it in relics? Yep. So is it, do you have a specific Instagram handle or is it yours? Straight up. Go to wizards and relics.com. I have a simple landing page. You can sign up to my glorious 
our glorious email list <laughs> and uh, stay up to date. Watch a beautiful video about how the game works. Mm-hmm. Great. We will we'll link that for sure. Yeah. So we good. post it. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Other thing, Elevation Games is on social. Um, oh, okay. And then you should plug also the let's ta- Let's Facebook break that page. down just a little bit. Elevation Games. Elevation Games, yeah. And how did that come about? Um, it came about by actually really from startup. We could get into like a whole different. It's in your little outline. I know. Oh. I'm just pulling it out of them. I'm so good at this. <laughs> God. So you guys went through. I don't know if we want to get into more, but you guys went yeah. through startup, which is a a really cool process where you got to dive into your business and learn a little bit more about. Or actually, just like align. If you've got more than one person in a business, align what you're doing and your vision for the business. And then figure out how you're going to market it. So is that that's how Elevation Games got started? Kind of. Yeah, yeah. kind of. It definitely helped us get clear on what was what the heck was going on. Adam yeah. realized that he wanted to go to Egypt yep. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and do CrossFit stuff. That was crazy. And yeah. we kind of sort of solidified a, a why and a purpose. You know, our why yeah. is we believe in the power of game night, the power uh, to crush loneliness and to help reconnect family and friends. And uh, that, yeah, that helped send us in a trajectory of a unified vision. Yeah. So, so you sort of decided on a parent company? Is that? Yeah, like a games publishing. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. Yep. That makes if sense. If you're interested in startup, if you have a side hustle idea, I'm just cutting in. Oh, nice. Um, you, should, you should try to contact um, Betsy Bonema or the workup staff, and they can get you signed up to take your side hustle. Like, make 100%. it linear, make it executable. Yep. Right, make yeah, it real. For sure. Yep. Yeah. And just want to throw that out there. Okay. Yeah, cool. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's great. Hundred percent. For sure. So yeah, it was just kind of elevating game night is kind of where that idea essentially came from. So there might be more than one game. Oh, oh definitely. Sure. Briegel already one. is like compulsively he has like more six games, games in the made, hopper so. that I need um, to not work on so I can focus on my one thing right now. Which is I just a had struggle. one. I had one question I wanted to ask with the with Wizards and Relics. There's how many. Uh, cards in the game uh roughly 250 you designed every single one of those cards i did the artwork and design that's insane it's It's so freaking cool Mm -hmm. i've seen i mean many of the cards we want some like pictures sent to us so we can show people yeah yeah there the design is amazing last fall i decided i had to work and start one card every single night and i worked on at least an hour Every single night. And it was actually during one of the most stressful times in mm-hmm. my wife and I's life. There's some family mm-hmm. stuff going on. And I still resolved myself to like every single night after kids were in bed, I was going to work at least an hour on this. And I, I don't know. Because I was the bottleneck. Because I like had the pride. And in the future, hopefully I can delegate better and hire other artists and hire stuff. But at the time, like I had to do the art. I was the bottleneck. I had to get this done. So every single night for like two and a half months, I... Hammered out the artwork. Oof. And you, but That's, you enjoyed it. That speaks to how I much you were it. like into this thing. Yes. I mean, the fact that you had so many, you had a lot going on in your personal life, and this was kind of an outlet. Yeah. Yeah. It, it did sometimes feel like work, and I'm naturally a procrastinator. I'm naturally, <laughs> I'll play Zelda and Call of Duty or whatever, but like finally. <laughs> like, I want to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Restrain. I'll come back. <laughs> we'll do a nerdy one. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. What else? All right. Cool, guys. Um, So. Oh, 
We have to get to the last point on my agenda. Oh, yeah. I forgot about your five-minute prep. Um, <laughs> Tyler's got to get home to the missus well, and the we family. Have, we have just like a couple minutes. Yeah, no, we're, we're, we're good. We're good. Um, advice for your experience, for other people that they have that thing that they're into. It'd be cool if I, I wish I had time to. That's what I always hear is, oh, but I just don't have time. Like, you have time. I'm like, really? But anyway. Oh. Um, <laughs> did that? Oh, anyway. You okay. just... Uh, you just muted myself. Yeah. <laughs> Advice for other side people that have that idea, and you guys have gone through several. So, what would you say to those people that are, that, that are thinking about it? Advice for me. other side hustlers. I'll start because yours yours will be better for sure. <laughs> oh Sage yeah. Brady advice. Way to head. So I, uh, <laughs> setting me up to fail. Yeah. No, no, gosh. <laughs> I uh, What I'm continually learning is that I need to do one thing at a time. And I love to create 10 different ideas, do all sorts of things and love them and focus on a bunch of different things, chase all sorts of different rabbits and foxes and never catch any of them. So I guess my biggest advice, which is the advice I'm trying to learn right now, is to just freaking focus on one damn thing and nice. do it to the best of your ability. Do you think it's a, a difference between being interested in lots of things, but then choosing to execute on some of them? Yeah. Because I think it's maybe healthy in your life to have lots of different things you're interested in and to iterate, yeah. but to actually have one executable plan. Like, yeah. I'm executing this, but I'm still going to take notes on all these yeah. you know, different ideas I have. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I guess it depends on what your goal is. And right. I think my actions don't match up with my goals. But you can do it all. You can do everything. It's just... If you want to really be successful at one thing, it seems like you got to do one at a time. Some focus. And so, sure. Yeah, some that focus, focus yeah. for me focus. at least is like the lesson I need to continue learning. And so, yeah, recently trying to make You're that decision that. and not do a thousand things. I'm like, all right, I'm going to bring this one game because I want to make more games. I want to do other things and I get distracted. So focusing on that one thing and bringing it to, to the finish line. Nice. That's good advice. Yeah, for sure. I think the biggest thing is just to start. I think most people, that is mm -hmm. the thing. They want to do these things. They have these ideas. They're excited about them, but they have this fear or it's not going to be good enough or it's not this or it's not that. They don't have the right equipment or whatever. It's just just start. I think that's that's the biggest thing. Start getting, like, execute. Just Yeah, just start. Whatever it is, just even if it's, like, the simplest thing. You take an iPhone and start doing... Creating whatever you want to create. I don't, you know yeah. what I mean? So it really depends on what it is. But um, I think for most people that they have that fear and that just stops them from Of doing, what other people will think about them. Yeah. There, well, a bunch of fears. But yeah, yeah, that's probably one of the biggest ones. But yeah, just to start. And the reality it. is no one really cares. <laughs> nope. Nope. You they know, don't. They have their own the best crap going yeah. on. So, They're like, yeah. oh, I could try. Mm -hmm. the, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I've done lots of things and started over in. And yeah, no one actually cares. Yeah. Especially if, if I don't care, like, yeah, we'll just start oh, and keep yeah. going and figure it out as we go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not going to be perfect. And if you're expecting perfection, you'll never do it. So right. yeah, just start. Yeah. Cool. Well, guys, thank you very much for joining us. Um, I hope yeah. you enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah it was fun. a lot of fun. Great um, beer. We have lots of beer here that we can. Uh, we, we got a lot of work to do, to be honest. Oh, so. let's get going. We're going to be here. Are we going to do episode two? Like, what's going to happen <laughs> next? We don't know. We better not record what happens after <laughs> this one. So, all right. Thanks, thanks guys. Thanks, guys. <laughs>